2: You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler
0: Uramchuk live every weekday on the Nation Network
2: YouTube.
0: trade deadline 16 days until Eric Carlson. Hopefully, zero days till Eric Carlson. Frank Saravali stopping by, sure for Giant Game Day. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the lead. Oilers Nation every day coming to you live on the Nation Network YouTube, also on Facebook, also on Twitter. The chat is popping. Hit that like button if you're already stopping in. JT gets the first comment of the day. Campbell shout out today with Oilers going on a winning streak again. He says 4-0 or 5-0. Also, it's noon. Waiver news potentially. We have it all covered today. Live from the Sports Closet Studio, sportscloset.ca, and three locations in the Edmonton area. Jay, I believe you stopped by. First off, I, I must I must stop you right there yeah. in the middle of your sports closet ad read is, I've got a bag, yeah, and you're probably wondering what's in this bag. Well, I went to Sports Closet virtually uh, about two weeks ago because I was just in absolute heat over clean Costin, mm-hmm. and Sports Closet jumped into the DMs and said we can help you. And what do we have here? A fresh Coston royal blue jersey. That looks good. I can't wait. I gotta go to a game. I gotta rock it. I'm very excited. Uh, Let claims- me take a look. Oh, okay, sure. You're gonna. Uh, you're what gonna sign I like, up? and people who don't look at the jerseys up close, I love the detail they added around like the the oil drop now with that little 3D look on there. Oh I yeah, think that's really cool. Yeah. And even on the bottom of the letters, this is legit. It's a classic jersey. The royal blue is very nice. Got Thank you. Got the fight strap. On got the, fight strap. Come, come got on. the Pro Stitch. Three layers of twill. Sports closet. All the they're twill. doing. Nine hundred layers of twill. Beautiful. So You're be rocking we, that tonight. Can't. Well, I'm mean, gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna probably wear this all the time. Uh, but I can't wait to wear this to another game. And also in Toronto, AMA travel. We are well under, well under a month. Uh, until the Locked trip to Toronto yeah. and only a couple more spots left. We still. have four spots remaining. So if you're four individuals or two pairs or three people and one three people in one trench coat. Yes, sure. I, but don't try to buy one trip and <laughs> pull a fast <laughs> one on us. We will see right through that. But come and join us. Nationgear.ca, our friends at AMA Travel have a fantastic trip to Toronto. Uh I'm gonna be there, you're gonna be there, Dan's gonna be there, Bagnok's gonna be there, whole crew. Whole crew, I don't think Dan can actually oh, make so it. It's I, you I, I might have to be the trip host on this one, which Me I'm more BM. than happy to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. Nationgear.ca is where you can find out more, courtesy of our friends at AMA Travel. The lead today, Jay, it's been a few days since we've had you on the show. Frank Saravali is going to be stopping by. So before we ask Frank questions, I will ask you, what are you itching to know from our insider friend, Frank? Who are we getting? Who we getting, yeah. Frank? Tell us. Give us all the dirt. I know you're working the phones and talking to every single GM, and you know what's up. What can we get out of Frank today? What kind of nuggets of information can we get from pry. Frank? We're going to pry. Is he there had- smoke around Patty Kane? Is there smoke around Carlson? Are we circling back to Chickren? Is Gavrikov all the way back in the mix? Or are we going to get Ryan O'Reilly? <gasps> Frank had a new article up yesterday, and we teased it right at the end of the show, and he threw out an idea for Patrick Kane to come to the Oilers. He said, Patrick Kane to Edmonton, to Chicago goes Xavier Borgo, a Yarvi, a 2023 20, second round pick, and a fifth round pick for that third party broker to get involved. Would you do that deal? Or go in a second is basically the move to get Patty Kane here for four months. The, so, like, the, the only reality to that one is, is that he's going to be a true rental, mm-hmm. which, you know, depending on what our other moves are, like, is this like the Kevin Lowe? Oh six, like chips on the table move. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the pieces that I'm in, but it can't be the only move is what you're saying. It cannot be the only move. Cause I we've agree. got a few other holes to address. I agree with that. 100%. I think if you go out and make a big splash elsewhere, on the blue line. If Patty Kane's the other move, then yeah, go get Patty Kane, bolster the forward group, and you're going to be really, really hard to beat come playoff time. Uh, The YouTube chat is buzzing. Dr. Gonzo said 100 likes at least. If there was 200 in the chat, he says four points for McDavid tonight. Revenge game for number 97 after having his point streak snapped against the Montreal Canadiens. Guitar Maniac says, can't wait for Carlson to Edmonton. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the Eric Carlson era. We are going to look back. I said this yesterday. We're going to look back on this two-week run as the Eric Carlson courting period. I don't know if it's going to end. it. Even if we don't get him, he'll still go up in the rafters as a hell of an oiler. Yeah, 100%. Uh, man, the chat is buzzing. I can't even keep track of what you guys are saying in there. Ryan Spatowski, though, says Toronto. Woo, he's coming. Yeah, Ryan's coming. That's exciting. That'll be good. Uh, Sergeant Battle, I think we should spend another episode arguing about Eric Carlson and Jacob Chickren. I think we're just going to let Frank set the record straight on that one. Um, but before we get into Frank Sarvalli, because he's coming up in a few minutes, and yes, we'll get into the short for giant game day and all that, I wanted to reference something he talked about on Daily Face Off Live today, which goes live every day, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, leading up to the deadline. You won't want to miss a show live on the Daily Face Off YouTube. He brought up this chart here. And it's the third-party broker cost in real dollars, Jay. And I think a lot of people were wondering, or at least I was wondering this. I know a lot of people were wondering, You know, we keep hearing that term, third-party broker. How much will it cost if the Oilers want Patty Kane retained by a third team or Jonathan Taves retained by a third team? And keep in mind, this is for rentals, right? This is for dollars this year. The important part of this chart is real dollars. So you look at Patty Kane, $10.5 million on the cap. The Oilers want to get that retained twice. So on the cap, Patty Kane is like $2.75 million. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. That's the play. But it's important to remember Patrick Kane's base salary for this season is $2.9 million. We're already halfway through the season. So that number, he's been paid a good chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Let's just say for the sake of this, it's $1.5 million left for him to earn from now to the end of the year. I know the math oh, is yeah, a little off. Yeah. Pause, now. everyone. We're about to enter the Uremchuk segment of the episode. Yeah, you're going to get a look into how I do math in my head. So he maybe has, for the sake of this argument, $1.5 million left. The Hawks are going to retain 50% of it. So now there's only 750 k left for him to be paid. Another team is going to retain half of that potentially, or maybe even a little bit less. But that half is only three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. So when you look at the chart, you can say, "All right, it's going to probably be a fourth-round pick for a team to pick up half a Patty Kane." Now he has a little bit less than that. The math isn't one hundred percent right. It works out to, as Shocker. Frank pointed out, a fifth-round pick. But I think that's an important thing to remember when we're talking about these money laundering kind of deals here. Laundering? Yeah, well, that's guess. really what it is. You're yeah. laundering salary through a third party to get the cap it down because all the but oilers, transparently laundering money. Yeah. All the Oilers care about is getting that cap it down so they can squeeze in their deadline ad. And it's worth remembering this isn't relevant for, say, an Eric Carlson or a Jacob Chikorin deal because of the amount of years left on the contract, it just doesn't quite line up. But even for a guy like Jonathan Taves, his base salary, like Kane, $2.9 bucks, He's already been paid a good chunk of it. It will probably only cost you a fifth-round pick to get a third-party team to step in and keep a chunk of Jonathan Tate. So just something interesting before we really get into the weeds of the trade talk with Frank Zeravali is when you hear about retaining dollars, it's not... The team keeping the money doesn't care about the cap it. Arizona doesn't care about the cap it. Whoever it ends up being does not care. They care about how, what the real dollars are. And they're basically at that point just paying cash for a draft pick and that chart kind of outlines you know, what you have to give up. Worth noting, worth noting, because I think a lot of people here, oh, you're asking a team to keep, you know, a quarter of Patrick Kane. That's two point seven five million. That could cost you a second round pick. And you know, if you're asking a team to keep a chunk of Eric Carlson for the next four years, wildly complicated. Four more years on the deal. A lot of real dollars, a lot of cap hit. Things change over time. So anyways, just uh, worth noting. Tyler Mulick is in, says spill that spaghetti, Saravali. Yes, Frank Saravalli will be stopping by in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to bring in our boy Liam, though. And we're going to talk just a little bit right off the jump here about tonight's opponent, the Detroit Red Wings. It was a spicy affair last time, yeah. and a guy who was in the center of it from Detroit's perspective was Tyler Bertuzzi. Soon-to-be Oiler, Tyler Bertuzzi? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. Liam, is there anyone on this Red Wings roster, maybe it's Bertuzzi, maybe it's someone else, who you'd like to stay in Edmonton after tonight's game?
3: Mo Saida. Well, yeah, I
2: support that. Okay, next. <laughs> 50% retain, uh, yeah, maybe?
3: Bertuzzi would be nice. I think he's you know, he brings that kind of toughness that the others have been getting into their lineup a little bit. He gets under people's skins. He's seems like he's a just kind of a good teammate overall, to be honest. So I think he's someone who could be handy in the playoffs. I think he'd be right up there as number one on my list, to be honest.
0: Him and K- Kane are gonna have to go for a lunch before anyone makes a decision. I think. Squash the see beef. if we can break some bread and make amends. Maybe today, like one of the face offs, Connor McDavid just pulls aside Bertuzzi and says, Hey. You know, we're looking at you, right? So be on your best behavior tonight. Maybe Bertuzzi's like, yeah, kid, yeah, it's a good yeah. point. Don't can, want him. Yeah, you can be on my line. So just chill out tonight. Yeah. And let down. me get four points. Cause as we uh, just showed there, things got really spicy the last time these two teams played. But I'll add, after the Oilers were as flat as they were against Montreal, I think the best thing for them is to play a team that they had some beef with. I think that's one being back on home ice after a long road trip is always rejuvenating. And I just think playing a team who you had some beef with and who you also beat up on a little bit. I think that's a good sign heading into tonight's game that the Oilers should be very motivated. I think the last thing that like, because we weren't that good in that Detroit game. I think the, like the animosity and stuff kind of woke us up and kind of kept us going. So if you're Detroit, you probably don't want to poke the bear if you want to try to pull out a win here. but. I just that stuff tends to find a way to boil over. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's going to wake him up. And I expect, you know, we had a very slay performance in Montreal the mm-hmm. game before and not really to have to unpack anything in that game. We were on a heater. He's normally like end on like losing to shitty teams and then they move on and regroup. So like whatever, played a bunch of 10 30 games. So like don't need to unpack mm. that much yeah. more than that. So expect that also to kind of be some motivation coming back. Like you said on home ice, but also with the red wings that, uh, you know, we see red literally and figuratively. I like that. You saw the little side by side comparison of how these two teams stack up on the year as a whole, since the Oilers beat the red wings though, Red Wings have rattled off three straight wins. They beat the Flames 2-1, to one, and then they beat the Canucks 5-2 and beat the Canucks again by a score of 6-1. Perfect. Due to lose. One, they're due to lose. Two, I think those wins are maybe a little bit of a facade in the sense that against Calgary, they won 2-1 despite getting outshot 29-7 at 5-on-5. Five five. Against Calgary's. Vancouver, they win 5-2. They got outshot 27-19 at 5-on-5. Five five. Against Detroit, they win... or Sorry, against the Canucks again, they win 6-1 still got outshot at 5-on-5, 23-20. This team's giving up a ton of chances, and they're probably scoring, when you look at their 5-on-5 shooting percentages over the past little bit, scoring at a bit of an unrealistic, unsustainable rate as well. This Detroit team can be beaten. Edmonton showed last week. They can beat them. I think this is just lining up, and I hate doing this because it feels like whenever I'm confident in the Oilers, they find a way to just like smack me in the face with a frying pan of disappointment but tonight lines up to be a nice game to bounce back. I'm not crazy. They yeah. should win this. Like everything points at them coming out, playing motivated. and. Playing yeah, well. I think regardless of the opponent, like it, it should be, you know, a high likelihood of victory. And then the fact, a couple of facts that there's some, there's some spiciness there that I think is gonna like, that's the thing. Like spiciness does not slow down Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. In fact, I yep. think it probably gets some more engaged. I think he loves it. So yeah, it just you know the the recipe for victory is there. Now, do we put it in the oven and set it to the right temperature and bake it for the right amount of time? That's all we need to know. Down to the execution. We're a couple minutes away from our deadline chat with Frank Saravali, but you know what? Right now is right now is a record for Oilers Nation every day in terms of live viewers in the YouTube chat. We are rolling. Let's go. We are rolling. Thank the you. people want to see Frank Saravalli and hear what he has to say about Carlson and Chickren Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves and everything the Oilers have Ryan O'Reilly. Going on Ryan O'Reilly. Sure. Moe Sider, I heard Liam said earlier. Troy yep. Terry. Liam's big on Troy Terry as well. Max Domi. Liam, Max Domi. maybe we'll ask Frank about Max Domi.
3: I think they're all coming, but we did find some common ground in the chat, Tyler, which has been very difficult to come by the last couple of weeks. Everybody has said no to Gavrikov. Nobody wants Gavrikov here anymore. He is. Everyone's out on Gavrikov for that
0: price. Okay. Yeah. Because look what else you can get with those picks. Yeah. So apparently, the ask from Columbus's perspective has been like two or three assets. They want a first and they want a little bit more. Mm. The tempting part with Gavrikov is he's $2.8 million against the cap, right? So, like, if they were to hypothetically keep some of that money, I mean, that's a really interesting asset. I think he's good. But I just, I agree. I don't think I want to spend the assets. I think potentially required to do was this. like that, like type of defenseman we needed to get. There's another name. Cheaper. There's another name that I threw out week two of the season as oh, a guy to watch. Go. I'm yes. pumping my own tires. Yeah, he's got his Swami hat on. Yeah. yeah. And Frank actually today on DFO Live said, maybe that's a guy to keep an eye on. Let's get that take and more. Frank Cervalli's appearances on the show are brought to you by Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical has been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the past 20 years. Their crews are highly qualified. Their crews feature 50 plumbers and gas fitters, 35 of which are Red Seal journeymen. And if you need emergency repair, Star Mechanical has got you covered. 780-481-8873 or check them out online. StarMechanical.ca. We bring in Frank Saravalli trade deadline and you got nice and spicy yesterday on dailyfaceoff.com with your hockey love doctor article connecting Patrick Kane to the Edmonton Oilers. Tell us, is this something that could actually happen? Like, does Patrick Kane to the Oilers make sense?
2: I think it makes sense from an addition standpoint. I mean, if you were to take a look at the Edmonton Oilers and their forward group, If you were to target one specific area, I think it probably would be the right side. So um, I I do believe there is a fit there. I think the idea of really loading up your forward group and saying, we are going to outscore and outrun any of our issues on defense, it would be non-traditional. But I think with this current core as assembled, it, it may be the way to go. And I don't know if there's necessarily the acquisition cost hang-up that you'd be dealing with some of the other players that are on our trade targets board. So is it a possibility? Yes, it will all come down to uh, Patrick Kane and his interest level in potentially joining a team like the Edmonton Oilers for a stretch run.
0: Doesn't a guy like Jonathan Taves potentially make more sense when you look at the defensive side of his game winning faceoffs and things like that? Like I just there's a part of me I the idea of Patrick Kane running out there with McDavid or Dry and and working his showtime magic, that's very tempting just from an entertainment perspective. But from a hockey perspective, shouldn't the Oilers be focusing more on the defensive side of the puck a little bit?
2: I mean, you, you could make that argument. I just think Taves' game has really fallen off in a much more drastic and significant way than Patrick Kane. And I think when you look at Kane and maybe the lingering effects of this hip injury that's sort of been nagging him on and off, um, I think that's a possible way to explain his drop in production. With Taves, I don't know. I'm I'm way more concerned about his overall impact. I think he's a you know, I, I think you're you're reaching maybe right now with his play to say that he's a third line center in this league. I just think Patrick Kane has so much more to give when you compare just solely those two Chicago Blackhawks stars.
0: Yeah, I think you have to agree because, like, it's you know Taves had that condition and he's come back and he's you know Missed some games. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's it, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of a lot of miles on those tires and it's similar to Patty Kane, but Patty Kane's like. Still in superstar mode. and You give him a change of scenery and feel like he can yeah, win again and put him in that situation. He's just going to light. Like, yeah. Speaking so, of superstars. Oh, go ahead, Frank.
2: No, I was going to say, I don't know if we still have the board from today's daily face-off live show, but I did outline a potential trade and what that may look like. And if you were to take a peek at that, it was something like Xavier burgos who was a first-round pick, a second-round pick, have the Blackhawks take back, Someone like Yesipul Yarvi's contract, the money is a wash. And then you trade a fifth round pick to the third party broker to help make the money work on Kane's cap hit. That let's say that is the framework of a deal. And I think it's probably going to be somewhere in that neighborhood that you would then still have the assets um, and you're no worse off cap wise. To then go out and target some of those other things that you were just talking about in trying to improve this team from the defensive side of the puck. There's so there's the exact board. Um you tell me, like, is that a, an acquisition cost that scares you as an Euler fan?
0: Not really, but I think like you made the point earlier in the show today that. I just wouldn't want this to be the only move. I think if we're looking at it from a improve the team, get them ready to go on a deep cup run, like this along with something that improves you defensively that I could get along with. Cause the tempting part about this, you're right, Frank is that you actually don't touch your first round picking this deal.
2: Yeah. This so I, I think, yeah, yeah, it's a pure rental that maybe you can convince him if things go magically to stay on a really cheap deal next season. um, Yeah. Hey, come on in and you can come live in Duncan Keith's house in Edmonton like old times and you can sign for whatever it is, a million bucks next year and help this team moving forward. That would be the play if you're the Oilers and things go swimmingly with Kane. Um, But I think point being, this still frees you up to maybe go make other moves. Like let's say you want to address uh, center or you want to address some of your penalty killing issues or you want to go after a depth defender You know, you could still have all of your assets intact to go after a, I don't know, Noel Achari from the St. Louis Blues to play center, someone that's really smart, or a Sam Lafferty who can be a penalty killer, have him come along in the deal with Kane. Or you could go out and get a a depth defenseman that you think could maybe help your team, like, I don't know, just picking a name out of a hat, an Ole Mata. Like, you have tons of options. To really go after it, if that's the one move you decide to make, it doesn't limit you from doing anything else.
0: You could still get Eric Carlson. Same. What are we doing here with Carlson, Frank? Like, I just look at this and the rumors are red hot. (laughs) Well, we make them red hot. Yeah, I'm sure we're red hot. We're probably about to order a a jersey. That's how red hot I am with no evidence supporting the fact it's happening. I have. Beaten this to death over the last two shows. I don't understand how in season you could possibly make this work.
2: I don't either, and that's the thing. It's not just from the asset standpoint, which is expensive. It's also from the the trade, you know, just to make the money work. Like I, I was just talking about this again with Tyler earlier this morning on Daily Face Off Live. The idea of Eric Carlson. Let's say you can knock him down to seven or seven and a half million bucks, and the Sharks are willing to go there. You can trade three million out and pull Yarvi, but where is that other four or four and a half coming from on your roster? Has to come from somewhere. So then you tell me which players you're taking out of the mix, and then add in the the multiple first round picks plus plus to make it happen. I I just don't see it as a realistic opportunity, not just in Edmonton, but anywhere.
0: God, it it feels like an off-season thing, right? Like, but like, uh, man, I've watched been watching highlights of him this season. He's so good.
2: Walk me through this, though. Where, like, I get that he's good, but where do the Oilers need him? I'm, I'm with you. Well,
0: where do we need? Where does he slot in?
2: No, it's not. Where does he slot in? What part of your team game is he going to make better? Like how could he make the power well, play this, better? This it's already is like, if,
0: if we're talking about like just going full all offense mode, like yeah. that's what that does. Like he's best. a five on five threat. He is clearly would be the power play quarterback you'd have you'd have yeah. to make him that and then if you if in that in this situation this dream world we're creating where we have Carlson and Kane helps you move the puck more and you could argue that well that's the whole thing like you don't have to play as much defense play, if the pucks move in the, the other way the players are asking for someone who can make a pass and that's supposed to be Bouchard but it's not quite there yet so he gives he also gets the you know the McDavids and the dry sidles fired up because now there's that pass threat as well yeah. and if he can't make the pass he'll just skate it up the ice Okay, so, so like there's a fit. Argument. It's just how do we make, how do you, how do you make the trade work? And it's, you don't want to give up Tyson Barry because we, we actually need him from a defensive standpoint. He's really stepped up that and uh, most point consistent of the game. D-man so, this year. so like, I, I, I get it. Like, how do you, ma- it's a weird puzzle to put together.
2: Okay. So then you trade Tyson Barry because you probably like you have to move someone, <laughs> right? And you're taking him off of your power play. What if your power play suddenly gets worse? Like consider this from the San Jose Sharks standpoint, okay? They go and they trade for Eric Carlson and sign him to this massive deal, and he was no good the last four seasons. And I know part of it Mm -hmm. were injury related, but they were thinking Carlson and Burns, same team. This this is gonna be unstoppable. Like we're we're gonna be in such a great spot. I just think there's a risk of taking a power play that's been operating at a league best 31 percent and changing out a core piece of it to then all of a sudden think that it's just going to magically go swimmingly because you're adding a player of Carlson's ilk. That's it's not a guarantee.
0: Fair, no, no, it, and that's fair. But like in the current the current ways playing, like like I said, the injuries are like they're like he could be a ticking time bomb to get hurt. But like current state, Eric Carlson, you see him. Yeah. Walk that blue line. Like, he is way more mobile than anyone else we can put on the blue line. That just opens up a threat. Normally, it's McDavid moving around, creating all that space. Now, if you have that dual threat of mobility, like, it, it's, you're going to put people's minds in a pretzel. Like, I'm just talking about the current state, yeah. Eric Carlson. Once again, like, I'm, this is just all dream world shit I'm talking about.
2: So I'm glad I, that you uh, said current state because. That means you also are getting him for the next four seasons on basically a, a robo-ankle.
0: He's half metal from the waist down. Oh, metal, it's break, metal doesn't break as okay. easy as bone, I guess. We don't have a lot of time left with Frank. And there's one more area that I want to touch on with him. And Frank, it's what are they going to do to get Kyler Yamamoto off of LTIR? Because all the reports we kind of hear, Yamamoto's running around at practice, hitting guys, and he seems ready to go. They can't activate them until someone goes on waivers. They didn't put someone on waivers the last two days. What's the solution here?
2: Um, I actually haven't asked about that in recent days, but I would say that they could probably pull the trigger on a Pulyarvi deal if they wanted to, uh, if they needed an outlet to do so. But I think they're waiting to find out what the deal is with uh, clean coston before then going any further.
0: Okay. So he's skating with the team again. Tonight. He is. Yeah. It was he skating with like a line. Yes. A line. Okay. I believe so. Did he stay after practice? I don't know. Gregor says Yamamoto was on the ice late after practice. today, won't be activated. Um, so we'll wait and see still on the Puglia and the Yamamoto front uh, outside of Edmonton. Frank, the one area I wanted to hit on the Kings signed Mikey Anderson today to an eight year extension. Does that at all tie into potential Jacob Chikrin talks? Like how is Jacob Chikrin still a member of the Arizona Coyotes. It felt like on Saturday a deal was going to get done.
2: Yeah, it did feel like it was trending that direction, and I'm sure the Coyotes probably felt like it was as well. Um, Depending on who you talk to, the LA Kings say they've got nothing going on on the chicken front, and they're not in it. So that Mikey Anderson uh, deal is a big contract, and it's really interesting because... I had a team refer to the LA Kings and the right side of their defense or just their defense in general as a right shot bullpen. They've got so many guys that are on the right side. They've got to move someone, uh, whether it's Matt Roy or Sean Walker, whoever it is, they need to balance things out better on the left side. Sean Dersey's playing on his offside as well. Um, You know, whether that's acquiring someone like Chikrin or trading away a couple of those other pieces, they need to rebalance it. And getting Anderson locked up, they actually missed him uh, for a chunk of time last year. And and you could tell really missed him um, that getting him locked up on the left side will go a long way.
0: Frank, you got the people fired up. Not only did we hit 250 live viewers for the first time, we hit 300. And then we hit 350 and we're still rolling. So we appreciate you getting the people fired up. Frank, I know you're a busy man. So we'll let you run. Talk to you next week. See you guys. There you go. Frank Saravali for our friends at Star Mechanical. Once again, starmechanical.ca or go follow them on Instagram. We just gave them a shout out on our Oilers Nation Instagram story. Click that. Follow them. Come on. They're great people down at Star Mechanical and starmechanical.ca. It is a short for giant game day. We will preview the game against the Red Wings coming up, but let's just digest what Frank Saravalli told us. And I guess, Liam, you were sitting patiently. He told me we are going to get Eric Carlson without telling me we're not getting Eric Carlson. He kind of echoed what, I, like, it's just, it'll be so hard to make that deal just work. Frank to drink the Kool-Aid once, you know? Liam, you were listening along on that conversation. What stood out to you?
3: Uh, I guess, like, the possibility of Carlson, of course, is something that is interesting. there. The Mikey Anderson thing kind of came out of nowhere. I actually had no idea that had even happened. So that's. Yeah. Uh, do you think that like affects Bouchard at all?
0: It's an interesting comparison, honestly. Like that is what an eight-year deal for a young top-four D-man kind of looks like. It's four point one million. Yeah, they're, they're they're the same player. Well, no, they're not the same no, player. Different. I would argue oh. that. I would argue that Bouchard's earning potential is higher because he's an offensive D-man. Well, okay, is he? Like, he's putting up points-ish. Yeah, Mikey Anderson is, like, if the spectrum of offensive to defensive defensemen, like, they're probably on complete opposite ends. Anderson has six goals in 172 games. So, still, though, to lock up a young defenseman who's good at something, costs you eight years, $4.1 million. Would you give Bouchard that deal right now? No comment. I don't know if I would. Thank you, Liam. I would.
3: Uh, the I think you'd chan- have a
0: chance to be bomb esque right? If it's a sign and trade, sure. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, But the Patrick Kane stuff is something that kind of stood out to me too. Yes, Liam. I, I think Frank is saying it without saying it that like it's a real like that. That's the hottest rumor I think around the Oilers. Even though we're just circling the wagons around Mm -hmm. Carlson. Like Frank did not dismiss it at all. He made it seem like it's a very practical and realistic outcome. And like that's an interesting signal from Frank, because like he'll poo poo anything if it if it's if it's, if because yeah. Frank is a very fact based guy. So like that like I'm, I'm sitting here listening. I'm like he's like he's he's talking as if, and I'm like, okay, like mm. clearly Chicago would be comfortable with it, and clearly Edmonton would be comfortable with it. Is it, Kane comfortable with it? well this is like and so this is ultimately where the Connor McDavid effect comes in right like now it doesn't matter especially you know players like Kane's already won he's already a Hall of Famer like he's done it but like he's still a gamer right so like he was pissed that he didn't get to the Rangers because Rangers have a very good uh, a very big need for him but also like they've got potential to go deep right so then you've got Carolina that that, that needs a, a star but we're also in a position where, you know, just with a couple different uh, added ingredients, like we are a legit contender. And so, you know, that, that's McDavid. Fit. It doesn't matter what market you're in. It's about winning. So if we're in a legitimate position of winning, then Patty Kane doesn't care where it is. Yeah. Right. It's about circumstance. Yeah. And if, you know, and this is where Duncan Keith, you know post career can be uh, a factor in why Patty Kane would come to Edmonton. Just to Frank's point, go live at his house. Right. I don't know if Duncan Keith has a house here, but Duncan Keith can tell him where to live. Could go rent Patty Kane a house. Cause Duncan Keith's now part of the organization. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of like, if you really think and unlike on un- 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 unpack this, like I think there's a real reality that Patty Kane could be an oiler. Which is super weird and surreal to say. <laughs> Bison King Stan says, Patty Kane is just small, dry settle. No thanks. Uh, Liam, you have a point to make though on Patty Kane.
3: Yeah. So it's about like the value of it. So I, I mentioned this on ONR yesterday, but it feels like we're paying way more for Patrick Kane by giving up like a Borgo than what New York just had to pay for Terrasenko, No. Like yeah, they gave they up Meikle a guy who wasn't yeah. scored a goal, an ECHL player for 50% retained at first round pick, and maybe there was something else in there. Right? I can't remember, but Would we you have to give maybe a, that's a,
0: why a, Chicago wants to say yes, because we're just maybe giving them the offer that they want. It just feels like the re- that's the, the reason them why Chicago didn't do the trade. Chicago probably didn't I'm sure the Rangers were knocking on the door and they just didn't get the price.
3: Maybe, yeah. Maybe. It's just I don't know. To give up Borgo when We've just seen what the market's at. Seems like a lot. I'm not saying I don't want Patrick Kane. I've been asking us to get this but, guy. Borgo is our first but... rounder.
0: Like they got a first rounder. Yeah. Right. So and then the second rounder we're the... giving, the second rounder we're giving is Sammy Blay, and then Pouliarvi is a salary dump. So like
3: I just is it I I agree. I just think Pouliarvi he's an NHL player. Like he's score. He, scored, he scored, what does he have like six goals this season or whatever it is. Like he contributes in a good way. Borgo you don't really fully know what you have and then you're giving up a late second round. Pick. I don't know. I think I would just rather give up a late first round pick and try and keep going it too. But I'm also not saying I wouldn't say yes to this deal. I just think it's interesting that that was the market and now we have to give up a little bit extra.
0: Yep. It's just, yeah, if we're doing the Patty Cane rental situation and, and uh, like I said, if we go on a deep run, maybe he does stay like that's once again, the winning environment, but you know, in the worst case scenario, if he's just a rental, it's just what else are we doing? Yeah. Original Puzar says Kane doesn't make sense. He's a shadow of himself with his hip injury. On top of that, he's terrible defensively. And with none of Kane, Hyman, Dry McDavid being plus defensive players can't have Kane here. And I, I I agree with that, which is why, again, to your point earlier, and I liked it, was there has to be another move. It can't just be Kane. Kane can't be the guy, which is sounds insane to say that like Patty Kane can't be your one deadline edition. You have to do something in my opinion, to make yourself better defensively because come playoff time, that's really going to matter. Like we're going to go full throttle offense. If you bring on a Patty Kane, you're just going full throttle offense. And then we just have to do some defensive tightening on the back end to allow and protect ourselves from the mistakes that are about to be made. But with that kind of firepower even in the playoffs we should be putting up goals and we've proven that we've done it we, we did a, that's all we did last playoff yeah. season it was a, it was a track meet interesting note from frank about a potential pull rv deal saying they could pull i'm paraphrasing here so don't shoot me but they could pull a trigger on it if they want it's to. like they've got one in their back pocket or something yeah and that makes sense as to maybe why he wasn't put on waivers and they're just waiting to make sure their cap situation is exactly what if they you're going to guess. Will be. So if you're just going to guess who is this back pocket deal with Arizona, mm. like Anaheim has been around for so long that like, I have a hard time discounting them. Hmm. I have no idea. Mentally, I, for some reason, I'm saying Columbus, and I have no actually no because Yarmouk kick the line. I don't want him, yeah, but maybe he can whisper him and finish. Yeah, <laughs> who is who is even suggesting Darnell nurse trades? I thought we were done with that. I agree with Tyson in the chat. New rule if you suggest a Darnell nurse trade, you get put into timeout. Would you trade straight up Carlson for nurse? Nurse has a no trade clause, so not even answering it. Maybe he loves what <laughs> San Jose. San Jose. Doubt it. Maybe he wants to get closer to the Facebook office because he watches the social network and really nope. is interested.
2: Nope.
0: Nope. nope. Okay. Maybe he's a big 49ers fan.
3: That is a possibility. Something we have not considered within these trades. Got, Who is our
0: favorite the, NFL team? That Maybe he loves a Golden State Warrior. <laughs> Kyle, I see your <laughs> comment, Kyle Richie in the chat, and I love it. I'm just not taking this conversation. I'm just not. We're not doing that today. Um, it is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day, though. A lot of trade talk. It has the people buzzing. They are fired up. Let's talk about what the Oilers got to do to beat the Detroit Red Wings tonight and get back in the win column with our keys to victory. I outlined it. This is a Red Wings team that has kind of gotten caved in the shot department over their three game winning streak. And I think that means they are ripe for a loss outshot in three in a row and outshot by at least seven shots in each of those games as well. Despite the fact they've outscored their opposition 15 to four in that span. Still, I like Edmonton today and I like them because I think they're going to get to those high danger areas really well. The Wings have been given up a lot of chances. I'm saying that's not enough. You got to get to that, what they call the home plate shot area. You got to generate some really, really dangerous looks. You're going to get time with the puck. Remember in the last game against Detroit, the first five minutes, the Oilers were all over them in the offensive zone, cycling like crazy. But they just didn't get to those dangerous areas and generate quality scoring chances off their zone time. My key to victory, get quality scoring chances off the zone time you will get because it'll come. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Thank you. Um, Makes perfect sense. Like it's just this is just a bounce back game for us. Good teams don't lose twice. Right. And I know we've come out of a long skid, but I feel like we've entered a new mode, a new chapter in the season. We're a lot better. We got Vinny. We winnie. In the lineup. He's now suffered a first loss. He'll be motivated. He broke uh, uh, Arbor Zsakai's hand on his head. You got a hard skull. Um, so, you know, he's fired up about that. <laughs> so, so, I just, you know, I just feel like it's going to be a bounce back game. We're playing a team we got some, you know, some bad blood with. So, that's going to get the juices going. That's going to get a guy like Kane going. I think Connor, you know, you know what? everyone had a rough night in, in, in uh, Montreal. So, you know, we always expect Connor to bounce back. So if Connor's buzzing, then we, you know, we just, we just don't lose when that happens. Um, So just go and keep, continue the cave, keep caving. Yeah. Go spelunking. Are you with me here on that? Spelunking. Yes. I don't even know what that means. That's the act. That's the act of going into caves. Yep be spelunkers, and continue to cave the Detroit Red Wings. Liam, what's your key to victory?
3: My key to victory is to not let like what happened last game overwhelm the Oilers and like, become the game, I guess is a good way to say it. Yeah. Like, Yes, you can be gritty, whatever, go fight everybody, but just don't let it become the entire game and let it influence what you're there to do tonight. You're better than the Detroit Red Wings and just prove it by scoring... Five goals, one a power play goal, and maybe an empty net.
0: Bag Milk says, "Get Tyler a headlamp and get in that cave." Tyler hey, hey. says, "Big cave, guys." Rusty says, "Cave diving, basically." I don't know how we even got to this point, but sure, why not? A bunch of people are yelling at me to reference a Gregor tweet, and I don't even know what they're talking about. Um, if they're talking about the one where he says Yamamoto on the ice after practice won't be activated, Campbell starts all expected we all kind of knew that was coming down jack campbell starting i guess is a little bit of news so maybe gregor um, announced that he's wearing a new pair of glasses gregor new color of glasses maybe he announced he's retiring the lime green glasses that'd well, be a big a on that's a that's big news because he loves yeah. those glasses uh, giant key to victory brought to you by shirt the giant short for giant short service center just a few clicks away the link is in the description of today's episode. Whether you need free valet service or pickup or drop-off or their mobile service center, it is all A1 stuff. Find out more by heading to their website, shortforward.ca. Betting time. Do we need to flash up the graphic? Shout Whoa. out to our friends at Betway19+. plus. Please play responsibly. Liam?
3: <laughs> there it is. Good there it is <laughs> special really and i am, J. I am J. on uh, the three, three and one jay is tonight the night though i,
0: I think i we'll need an updated first, yeah. i think i need an updated bio photo i think my bio photo is cursed <laughs> i think i need something that's like yes i'm wearing an asian app but that's my bio for my uh explore edmonton board uh member age on the website or whatever so I think we need something more nation-y Figuring out. I'll find it can, one. We'll break the hex. It can that. be changed. It can be Boy, changed. Or we Tyler, have the technology. Yes. I'm going uh, back to Leon Dreisidel tonight, actually. Um I think he'll be hungry. I think, you know, coming off a loss. He played really good against Ottawa, and I was Holding out hope that he would find a way to build on that against the Montreal Canadiens. That didn't happen. But back on home ice, I like Leon Dryside to have a big night. And I like the Oilers to win. Give me dry two-plus points. Oilers money line at plus 140. Bang, bang. Bang, bang.
3: I went with a lock, and that was the Oilers to win. Over six and a half goals. And McDavid to score. How many points away is he from 100 now? I've lost track. I also just haven't locked, so.
0: Well, he didn't get a point last game, so I think he's still six away.
3: Six away. Does he get that tonight? It's not. Could that be an option on oh, sorry, bet? No, sorry. He's three
0: away. Yeah. Three away, oh, my bad. Okay.
3: Then I think he gets that tonight. It's I'm, I'm going to make a side bet that I will not put towards this, but McDavid to get three or more points tonight, too. I could see it.
0: Yeah, I could see it, too. I wish you could parlay an Oilers win and yeah. three-plus points. Um, that would be lovely. Uh, I'm just, you know, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, so, once again, I'm on tilt. I really want to go chase that juice. I do. Betway gave me a free ten dollars bet, and I did put it on something that's plus thirteen hundred. And I will share it with you because this is my caveat: Oilers money line over six and a half, Leon and Bertuzzi both to score plus mm. thirteen hundred. You're hoping Tyler Bertuzzi gets his first of many goals this year at Rogers Place. Well, hopefully, Uncle Ken sees that and says, "Hmm, he might make a good oiler." Am I crazy for liking Verana maybe more than him in terms of how a deal could work? Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. So you Tyler, could get Tyler, Bertuzzi Tyler. and give up a pick, Tyler. but if Varana's just on the scrap heap and you could get the wings to keep like 3 million bucks, instead of a bio, they just keep some of the money and you trade Pugliarvi the other way and you get Varana for two years, he scores a ton, Jay. He scores so much. That, that'd be tempting. He's a left winger, though. He's playing in the HR right now. He's back up. Was he back up We'll tonight? see him tonight. Huh? Oh, okay. 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 Uh, but anyways, my bet for the night is Oilers money line and over six and a half, just cause I just got to get a W here. All right. There's our, uh, I'm grinding our betway game day challenge. 19 plus please play responsibly. Uh, Tyler Mulick says, mm, hockey trade Verana for Poole I I just, that guy, like you look at the rates and how he scores. He's a, If he was a right winger, man, that would be a dream fit. So it's not quite on that level, but
2: I don't know. He'd be so good.
0: Help him score if you want to outscore your problems. There you go. Oh, it's going to be a fun 16 days. All the speculation in the world. It's the best, but it's funny that we're like literally like, and it's, I, it's got to be some smoke on some of these, but like, you know, we're connected to some of the biggest names, which is, You know something we're not used to we're just used to getting you know the Kulikov you know okay everyone is tagging me in this so we'll talk about it Gregor sent out a tweet yesterday um, that said Edmonton made an offer San Jose will counter or decline GMs make offers on trades quite often but many aren't accepted that's so vague. it's so vague like yeah I mean maybe Maybe they did. Well, maybe and, maybe, the, maybe the offer is, well, you know, uh, I don't know. Vogel, Pooley RV. Uh, 50% retained a Carlson. First and yeah. 50% retained Carlson. And the Sharks, Mike Greer looked at it and was like, yeah, no, that's not happening. That's an right? offer. And Mike Greer is definitely entitled to counter to it. Yeah. I just. Or maybe it was a legit offer. And maybe we we're getting Eric Carlson. Like everyone gets sports calls on speed dial. Because the minute that's announced, let's all get our jerseys. Yeah, I would. It'd be really exciting. I'd just be nervous about what they give up and all of that. Carlson, Kane, man, man, watch the highlights. He is so like I, I, I get it. Like the last couple years, and la- like the shitty thing is last year you could have gotten a first round pick for taking Eric Carlson. Yeah, but. He's like, he's found his groove and like, he is an elite guy. So if his ankles, bionic ankle can hold and it's bionic now, it's not relying on anything else. <sighs> Man, you watch him. He is so good. And look at that photo Who of him in this? an oil jersey. He looks so sexy. They don't even wear those anymore. It doesn't matter. Why isn't he wearing a helmet? That's him. That's him <laughs> at a charity game in Sweden right now. He wore, he got an orange Oilers jersey made. Could Swedish defenseman Eric Carlson convince Oscar Klefbaum to come back for league minimum next year? Yeah, well, he needs a bionic shoulder. Maybe Carlson knows a guy. Well, yeah, he does in the bionic he, game. His bionic punch card is... Wolverine's his bad, buddy. He's yeah. got, what is it, unobtainium or add medium or something in his... He's good now. But man, you just walk. God, he's so good. He's so good. Eric Carlson is so good. Uh, Gregor apparently also saying as many as 10 teams in on Ryan O'Reilly. So shocker that's probably not 31 teams are, but that bidding is going to, that could potentially go through the roof. So maybe everyone get focused on that. And that's where we scoop under and we get Ryan O'Reilly light and Tyler Patuzzi. even though I know he's not a center, I'm saying really light. Mm -hmm. Someone with, I don't know, really, I guess he plays, he's he's not gritty. Like he plays, he plays hard, but he's just a really smart, good hockey player. So that definitely is not Tyler Pertuzzi, but, Still, he's a he would be a factor in our lineup. Stuff. Bag Milk's been super active in the chat today. I've just been trying What's to, he's saying. He's been at first he was trying to launch some calendar I'm putting together, like a sexy Tyler calendar. Nice. I don't know why. And then he claims he has this collection of photos and he'll just make the calendar himself because I was ignoring that the probably comments. Accurate. I and probably it, took half those photos of you two in LA. Probably Very central. Anyways, uh, Bag Milk's having fun in there, which is great to see. We had a lot of people watching the show today, and it was great. Uh, shout out to everyone who was maybe watching for the first time as well. This is what the show is going to be like for the next 16 days as we lead up until the NHL trade deadline. Uh, we've been going like crazy too. I think this was our 10th consecutive day of Oilers Nation every day because of the weekend shows. They're playing Friday. They play Sunday against Colorado as well. Give me a lot going on. I am. I'm very excited for the next two weeks because I know there's been some comments from Holland about him saying, you know, I I might be. I might have to stay quiet. And there's been some reports that it's not impossible that Ken Holland does nothing. I don't know if I buy it. I think he's going to get a little itchy right away. Like, hopefully he's just being old school and like just, you know, trying to be covert. Right. Yeah. Just being covert saying he's not going to do these things, but really he's doing some things. All right. Again. I am waiting until March 3rd at 101 p.m. Mountain Standard Time to really adjust how I'm going to be. I'm either going to be the most elated Oilers fan ever or I'm going to be extremely crusty because we have let down the players on this roster. We'll see. We will have a four hour daily face-off trade deadline special with myself and Frank Saravalli. And then right when the deadline hits, we'll have a new episode of ONR. And then later on that day, we're going to have a special edition of Oilers Nation every day. So we will have and all of your and content. And then we're going to host covered. a reaction show of Tyler's show. Yeah. So I'll be sitting here doing so the show. So many shows. And then Jay will be right there recording himself reacting to my show. Yes. With Tyler in the background. Yeah. There's no way that wouldn't get confusing. Uh, all right, thanks for tuning in today, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow noon Mountain Time, breaking down the Red Wings game, maybe talking some more trades as well, because you know we always get roped into it. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant for another fantastic Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day, as well as Star Mechanical, the sports closet where you can get your own clean cost in jersey like Jay has here. Also, Betway and Montana's three big things for Montana's coming up tomorrow at noon Mountain Time. We'll chat with you then. Thanks, everybody.